On Thursday, April 16th edition of the show, we'll talk about Dr. Fauci thinks sports can return, but without fans. First NFL player to test positive for COVID-19. Will Brown star wide receiver Odell Beckham be traded? And much more. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at 7-Eleven Sports underscore podcast, or check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Deontay Wilder appeared on, as a guest on the premier boxing champion podcast just yesterday. The bronze bomber said he is resting and taking it easy at his home in Alabama while he and his family hunker down during this crisis. He is also recovering from bicep surgery, which he had undergone shortly after the fight. He is not training at this time, just rehabbing everything and recovering. When asked about what went wrong in the fight, Deontay wouldn't divulge much information on what he saw or what changes he'll be making. Wilder said he was still taking it all in. Deontay said he did not want to make that many excuses, but just wanted to say that in his first fight, he, he was on the prowl and aggressive. But in his second fight, he was in retreat. People that know boxing would know that Deontay Wilder that night, I was a zombie that night. I wasn't myself. I felt like a zombie in there. He said once he took off the mask, referring to the costume he wore in the building, in fight number two, he just wasn't himself. The former champ did say that he will be bringing in two different people into his camp. He did not want to bring up the names, though. Wilder did say he had been in contact with George Foreman and had a great conversation with him. George had been able to share with Deontay some of the experiences in the life, success and failures, and how he dealt with them. He also gave him some advice and knowledge on where he thought he could strengthen his body and even suggested some gyms to go to. He is looking forward to re- reaching out to him again. Toward the end of the conversation, Deontay Wilder said he doesn't feel that Tyson Fury is the champion. They have one more fight left to decide how things are going to be. Cleveland Browns on Wednesday unveiled New Jersey for the upcoming season. The Browns organization told the media that they were paying homage to the original Dog Pound. The team started in 1948 as a member of the All-American Football League and were named the Browns because of the original coach and founder of the team, Paul Brown. Brown is the most successful coach in Brown's franchise history. The team's home unis will be white pants, brown jerseys, and orange helmets. The away uniform will be all white, while the color rush will remain all brown and have another alternate jersey with brown pants, white jerseys, and orange helmets. A few things different about the new uniforms is that the orange is a lot less brighter. They have brown and orange stripes on the side of the jerseys and have the original team socks. All of the jerseys they will wear will not have Cleveland or Browns on the front of them. New Browns GM Andrew Barry says he wants to bring back the team's winning culture for the historic franchise. After 1950, Cleveland left the All-American Football League and joined the National Football League. In the first game ever as a member of the league, they blew out the defending champion Philadelphia Eagles. To many, they thought the NFL was trying to convince everybody that the Browns were not as good and had no business playing the big boys. However, this was just the start of the Browns dynasty from the 19th through the 50s and 60s. The Browns went on to win five championships with head coach Paul Brown and star running back out of Syracuse and three-time league MVP Jim Brown. Jim Brown is considered to be one of the greatest running backs in football history and still has many records that have not been broken despite only being only playing nine seasons. Brown shocked everybody when he retired, but because of a successful and became a very successful actor. Despite new Cleveland Browns owner Art Modell telling Brown that he would be fined $500 every day if he didn't show up to practice. Jim Brown, though, did not care and said he had other important things besides football. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. 
If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. The Chinese Basketball Association will delay its season again till sometime in July because of the coronavirus outbreak. The CBA has now had three postponements and the league has not played since January 24th. There have been many former NBA players in the league like Jeremy Lin and Lance Stevenson who came back to China to quarantine for two weeks and then start training back up for the season to start again in early April. However, they decided to postpone the season again and canceling the whole thing could still be a possibility. All of them have said they will not leave China until the season is fully canceled, but they are very confident they will play again soon. There are still some professional leagues in China that are still playing. The Chinese Professional Baseball League began their season on Sunday. They had to postpone the start of the season. The CBPL twice had to postpone the season because of the epidemic. Their plan was to start on Saturday, but had to move the game till Sunday because of the rain delay. We talked last week about the Rakuten Monkeys and how they would have 500 fans dressed as mannequins. The opening day was played on Sunday between the UNI President 7-Eleven Lions versus the China Trust Brothers. The UNI President 7-Eleven Lions beat the China Trust Brothers 4-1 in an 11-inning game that lasted more than four and a half hours. The game was played in Taiwan. Brian Allen, the center for the Rams, is the first NFL player to test positive for COVID-19. Jay Glazer of Fox Sports said he spoke with Allen this morning, and Brian said he had actually had gotten the virus a while ago now. When he woke up three weeks ago, he felt differently because he could not taste anything. Then he had trouble smelling, got sore throats, was fatigued, had headaches, and very felt very stiff. These symptoms lasted for an entire three days. His sense of smell and taste have not fully recovered, but Brian said this is a feeling much better now. He got tested a second time Wednesday, but tested positive again. However, because of the length of time he had the virus, he will be in the clear tomorrow. According to coach Sean McVay, he had been very timely with his coaches to let them know as soon as he knew he had tested positive. However, due to positive tests, the Rams have had to shut down the facilities until Monday. Then it will still be only open to players who are needing to rehab from injuries. Cleveland receiver could be on the move after just one season. OBJ was traded from the Giants to the Browns last season for a 2019 first-round pick, a 2019 third-round pick, and safety Jabril Peppers. According to the Pat McAfee show, there was a source that said the Vikings were interested in trading for Beckham. The trade was reportedly for a 2021 second-round pick and a fifth-round pick. However, ESPN NFL senior analyst Adam Schefter said that was not true, and if the Browns traded away Beckham, they would want a King's ransom for him. The Cleveland Browns have done a total remake of the team. The Browns have fired first-year head coach Freddie Kitchens and let GM Anthony Dorsey walk after just two seasons. Cleveland brought in former Harvard graduate Andrew Barry for GM and first-year head coach Kevin Stefanski, who was the offensive coordinator for Minnesota last season when they upset the Saints in the opening round of the playoffs. 
Stefanski is also a Harvard grad and loves to run the ball. The Browns have a good running back in Nick Chubb, who rushed for over 1,100 yards last season despite Cleveland's offensive struggles. Chubbs might be used like Dalvin Cook this season for the Browns. They also brought in Falcons tight end Austin Hooper on a four-year deal, who was a pretty solid blocker. It might make some sense to trade Beckham for a first-round pick, but for only a second and a fifth-round pick for next year would not make any sense, according to Pat McAfee and pretty much everybody else. Another source said the Browns might trade Beckham because they want to be able to run the ball similar to how the Ravens' offense worked last year with sometimes using three tight ends. Cleveland still has to fix their problem at quarterback with Mayfield. Baker Mayfield clearly wasn't not mature enough in his second season, and if he can't do much this season, he could be on the ropes, much like other Cleveland Browns quarterbacks in the past. The trade doesn't seem to make much sense for the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings just traded Stephon Diggs for Buffalo for a first-round pick. Diggs is a good receiver, but acts similar to Odell Beckham. Diggs was seen throwing his helmet at Gatorade bottles in a playoff win versus the Saints. He also missed some practice in the middle of the season and said he wanted the ball more. During the offseason, Diggs got rid of all his Viking stuff and unfollowed them on all of his social media handles before getting traded to Buffalo. If the Vikings are able to trade for Beckham, they would get a steal for only having to give up a second and fifth round pick for next year. But again, trading for Beckham wouldn't fit the Vikings offense of trying to pound the ball consistently with Dalvin Cook. Yesterday, Mike Trout was a guest on Mike Tirico's show, Lunch Talk. Tirico asked the three-time league MVP how soon they could be ready if the MLB started a season. Trout said that he is working out with Albert every day and he thinks the position players can be ready in a few weeks. Pitchers would be different, though. Then Tirico brought the possibility of a quarantine season in Arizona. Trout said he wants to play as soon as possible, but it's going to be difficult for many players, he said. There's a lot of red flags, a lot of questions, and obviously we would have to vote on everything as players. We want to get back as soon as possible, but it's not going to be realistic. He brought up a few different scenarios that would make it hard for players if they did a quarantine season. The first and most important thing for him is the birth of his first child. His wife will be expecting soon, and he will go back to see her. Then would he need to quarantine for 14 days before he could play again? Then he mentioned that it would be pretty crazy if they made the players go straight to the hotel after playing ball and couldn't do anything else. At the end of the day, he wants to be safe and do the right thing. Recently, he gave a pep talk for first responders and Trout said that he couldn't thank them enough. On April 15th, Dr. Fauci said sports could come back if there are no fans present. There are already rumors that the MLB could come back with no fans in Arizona and Florida, with the news being reported by Fauci, which would mean that the Major League Baseball's thought could come true. However, many people are thinking this is still too early to play. Most professional teams and leagues are losing millions of dollars by suspending their season, and some leagues could be shut down for good. With sports being such a huge part of all culture, it's hard to see sporting leagues being canceled for more than a year. It's also hard to see the NBA getting rid of courtside seats. The NBA has already talked about putting nets in front of the fans so they cannot have any action with the players. If it does happen, the league is thinking about doing it for at least 18 months or till there is a vaccine shot for all fans. The MLB decided to put a fence around home plate in 2017. There was much pushback by the fans. Now, for the most part, they have gotten used to it. The NFL does not have nets around the stadium, but the seats are far away from the players. 
It's very interesting to know that back in the early 1900s, there were actually cages and later nets, so fans would not be able to come onto the court and hit the players if they got mad at them. Most sporting leagues have already been looking into the summer to continue their season. They are still not sure how they will be able to regain their money. However, their TV contracts would be able to get some of that back. Some leagues would be just fortunate to be back playing ball, including the NBA. They have suspended for over a month now and have looked into possibly everything they could think of. UFC will probably be the first sports league to come back, as Commissioner Dana White is very confident that it will. Thanks for listening to the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast, your top seven sports stories of the day in just 11 minutes. The Cleveland Browns on Wednesday unveiled new jerseys for the upcoming season. The Browns organization told the media they were paying homage to the original dog, Pound. The team started in 1948 as a member of the All-American Football League and were named the Browns because of the first original coach and founder of the team, Paul Brown. Brown is the most successful coach in Brown's franchise history. The team home unis will be white pants, brown jerseys, and orange helmets. The away uniforms will be all white, while the color rush will remain all brown and also have another alternate jersey with brown pants, white jerseys, and orange helmets. A few things different about the new uniforms is that the orange is a little brighter, or is less brighter. They have brown and orange stripes on the side of the jerseys and have the original team socks. All of the jerseys they will wear will not have Cleveland or Browns on them. New Browns GM Andrew Barry says he wants to bring back the team's winning culture for the historic franchise. After 1950, Cleveland left the All-American Football League and joined the National Football League. In their first game ever as a member of the league, they blew out the defending champion Philadelphia Eagles. To many, they thought the NFL was trying to convince everybody that the Browns were not as good and had no business playing with the big boys. However, this was just the start of the Browns dynasty through the 50s and 60s. The Browns went on to win five championships with head coach Paul Brown and star running back out of Syracuse and three-time league MVP Jim Brown. Jim Brown is considered to be one of the greatest running backs in football history and still has many records that have not been broken despite only playing nine seasons. Brown shocked everybody when he retired but but became a very successful actor. Despite new Cleveland Browns owner Art Medell telling Brown that he would be fined $500 every day if he didn't show up to practice. Jim Brown, though, did not care and said he had other important things besides football. Paul Brown was the coach of the Cleveland Browns from 1948 to 1962. He led the Browns to five championships and many conference titles. Brown was considered the the team to -to back-to-back, unlike today. After getting fired by new owner Art Mandel in 1962, he left football for six years. In 1968, he helped found the Cincinnati Bengals. He was the Cincinnati first coach, GM, and original founder. Paul Brown was a huge was huge for tradition and even had the Bengals jerseys the same as the Cleveland Browns. The only difference was that Cincinnati had the Bengals riding on the helmet. After retiring in 1982, he became the full-time general manager. He saw the Bengals go to two Super Bowls were beaten both time by the 49ers. Most likely, if Paul Brown saw the sad state of the Cleveland Browns, he would be rolling in his grave.